0: Hi, I'm Laura Flanders of The Laura Flanders Show, where I interview the best thinkers and doers of our time. On TV, the show premieres Sundays at 11.30 Eastern on PBS World and at the Laura Flanders Show YouTube channel. You can join my guests and me every week there in the live viewing party, and then catch us all week on public television stations. Prefer to listen? Find us on a radio station near you or subscribe to the free podcast. You'll find listings and ways to subscribe at LauraBlanders.org. That's also where you'll receive my regular commentaries. I call them the F-word. Here's this week's gas prices are rising and the options for policymakers are few and getting fewer, but there are some good ones. Let's be clear, the US barely uses Russian oil, most of which goes to Europe and Asia. Still, it's true that without buying from Russia, the world's available supply of oil and gas is smaller, and reduced supplies tend to result in higher prices. But do they have to? The simple answer is no. Even before Russia's invasion of Ukraine, big oil was posting record profits. According to the U.S. government watchdog group Accountable U.S., Chevron Shell Exxon and BP made over $75 billion in 2021, a record sum. The oil companies are awash in wealth. They could at any point choose to lower prices for a beleaguered public in wartime. Instead, Their executives are choosing to puff up dividends and CEO salaries and buy back their own shares. Stock buybacks being win-wins for shareholders. Now, Republicans and their big oil buddies are threatening to spread anti-Biden lies all the way to the midterms by blaming price spikes on White House bungling and its refusal to open the last protected bits of public lands to drilling. Bad options for Biden, numbers one, two, and three, are drill the lands, give in to the big oil thugs, and lose the midterms. Bad option number four would be to go groveling to Saudi Arabia to beg them to pump more oil so as to increase global supply, a move that the White House is clearly considering. To plead with the Saudis right now would be to plead with a nation that's just executed 81 innocent people, mostly professors for unpatriotic acts, and annually executes LGBTQ people in public. And let's not forget the House of Saud's role in standing with Russia and the wages of the just as deadly war in Yemen. There are some better options, though. Stand strong against the bloody House of Saud, for one, and Big Oil and their pals. Stand strong against hostage-taking by the Republicans and side with beleaguered Americans and their progressive allies in Congress. Progressives, including Bernie and Warren and Pramila Jayapal et al., are calling on the administration to expand Jan Schakowsky's COVID-19 Price Gouging Prevention Act to include gas and energy profiteers and send the proceeds from a tax on on gouges to families in need. Another good option would be to win the midterms by standing with the planet, impose a war tax on carbon profiteers and spend the proceeds on transitioning to renewables. The shift to clean energy doesn't have to go slowly, slowly. Electric car sales rose 43% in 2020 and over 108% last year. Stocks in renewables are outperforming oil and gas right now. So tipping points tip. This could be one of them. If anything good could come from this grim, ghastly invasion, this could be it. We've certainly hit the bottom of the gas and oil barrel. You can find out more about The Laura Flanders Show on public television and community radio at lauraflanders.org. And join me every Monday night on Instagram Live at 8 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for joining me. I'm Laura